Hello neighbors, and welcome to Haunted House Flippers. This podcast is merely a work of pure fiction, I assure you. Should you find any similarities to anyone living or dead, or to the experiences discussed, it is certainly only a coincidence. Since you've come this far, I recommend you listen with headphones whenever possible, but if that isn't an option for you, well, I won't judge. And lastly, if you've enjoyed this experience and would like to support the cast and crew while getting some rather interesting and unique rewards, please look for us on Patreon. For the rest of the details about the show, episode transcripts, links to social media, and merch, make your way over to our website at hhfpodcast.com. Thank you for your time. May your experience be splendid. Well, hey there, friends, and welcome to the Haunted House Flippers Season 2 Wrap-Up Interview Call thing, whatever we're calling this. So, we had a lot of fun doing this last time, so we thought we would give it another go. You all sent us your questions and your comments, and we did our best to answer them. This time, we did it live on Twitch so that you fine folks could join us. And if you'd like to watch that video, you can find that right on our website at www.hhfpodcast.com. Now, before we dive in, I would like to state that this was recorded live. What you're about to hear is unscripted and unedited, which means it is not going to be family friendly. We swear a lot. And lastly, friends, we have hit some amazing milestones, and we have a lot of really cool stuff planned for the future, all because of your ongoing love and support. So we really hope that you'll stick around to see what we've got in store for you. And now, without further ado... Needs a laugh track. We provide our own. I am the laugh track. These idiots. Hello, hello, my spooktacular friends, and welcome to the Haunted House Flippers Season 2 Wrap-Up Party. Uh, before we get started with all this, um, I just want to take a quick second. I want to introduce everybody that's here today. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, which you probably do, uh, I'm JD Laureate. I'm the writer, producer, and voice of Tom Miller here on Haunted House Slippers. Uh, next, we have my other brain half, co-writer, social media person, and also everyone's favorite queen of insults. We have Melissa Croft. Uh, We've got our website guru, we've got our merch designer, the voice of Lee, and probably not a robot, we've got Mr. Adrian Johnson. And coming at you live from WHHF as Liam the DJ, we have the man, the myth, the legend from down under, we've got Ozzy. (laughs) How's it going? Good, good, so glad to have you, man. Uh, Next, we've got uh, an absolute master of character voices playing both Opal and Edna and the person who I've been saying their last name wrong this entire time of the name, and they've never corrected me. Please say hello to Don Beland. 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 I did it right. Literally been saying Beland for over a year, and you've never corrected me. Never corrected me. Just didn't seem that big a deal. I'm probably never going to say it right again. Beeland. We'll we'll give that a go. And last but certainly not least, we've got our very own long arm of the law and horror writer himself, Mr. Mike Gagney. And uh, not appearing yet on this film uh, because he's got the very important uh, father duties. We will have the man formerly known as Big Daddy Louie, also now simply known as Louis. We will have Rick Croft a little bit later. Fingers crossed on that one. Yeah. <laughs> the, the life of a parent 
Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I also just want to just quick take a quick moment to say how much I appreciate every single voice actor that we've had on the show, regardless of the size of the role, all of the, the little voices. Um, we've had a lot of guest voices and we appreciate all of you. It has been awesome to work with you. But anyway, thank all of you guys for uh, for coming out tonight. Really appreciate you. And uh, yeah, so season two, it's done. We uh, <laughs> twenty episodes, and um, uh, it took a slide that uh, I'm real curious to see if people were like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. People have already noted that uh, the um, the 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 tone of the end of season two took quite a shift, and uh, it's definitely gone gone further. Um, yeah, uh, so we've got the comment of, of only 20. Um, I mean, I guess technically it's actually more than that because uh, I'm, I'm probably miscounting and not counting the, the 0.5 episodes. So I think it's probably close to like 30 that we've done, 25 or 30 episodes. I don't know. It's my show. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, nah. But yeah, the, uh, the, the fun part with this was that um, when we – premiered this back in Halloween of 2020. Uh, I had roped in Adrian and Missy into this little disaster and we had figured that we'd get like four or five episodes in. Uh, We'd have like 10 or 12 friends who might listen to it. We'd get bored. They'd get bored. We'd call it good. It was a fun little adventure. Um, And now it's 2022 and we're (laughs) going on to season three. Um, I did were we wrong in the best way. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right. So I've got some fun statistics for you guys um, that I wanted to share because in a lot of cases, a lot of people like I, I always feel weird because like I always feel like this is gloating. But fuck, I'm proud. Um, also, I don't care about swearing, obviously. So here we go. I'll put, an, ex- I'll put an explicit tag on this when we when we thank post God this. for that. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so like I said, this, uh, episode one was Halloween of 2020, uh, March 2nd of 21 was when we broke a thousand listens. Uh, and then early September of that year, we hit 10,000 listens and last week we broke a hundred thousand listens. And I, I don't know how I feel about that. Like that's just, you feel good about that. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Very much so. Good um, and terrifying, I yeah. think. Is. Um, I can also, I can make you more terrified, uh, especially you, Missy, because I don't think I gave you the statistic before. Um, we are now, we've now been heard in over a hundred countries. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yep. That's a lot. Yep. Over a hundred countries. Uh, 77% of our listeners are in the U.S. 6% are in the U.K. 5% in Canada. 3% in Australia. And 2% are in Norway. (laughs) All right. Hi, Norway. Hi, Norway. (laughs) Hi. That is cool. (laughs) Yeah, I... I still, like, I'm I'm so proud of this show. I'm so proud of all the work that you guys have put into this. Um, It really absolutely means means the world to me um but yeah yeah people listen to us and i don't entirely know why also before anyone questions why i'm talking into a pig <laughs> uh this is 
That that's my mic and Waddle. So I have this little pop figure of Waddles from Gravity Falls. And I was wondering he, if that was the same one. Yep. And he just fits perfectly in my pop filter. So it now looks like I have mounted. <laughs> yeah. Please so I, speak directly into the pig's book. Please speak into the pig. <laughs> All right, so um, just a quick note before we get really rolling here. Um, obviously, we are on my my personal Twitch channel that I use for gaming. So uh, for those of you who subscribe to my channel and are popping in going, what the hell is this? Um, we don't – obviously, I've got a, a podcast. We've got Haunted House Slippers. Um, I don't have a specific channel for that. So we want to do our, our, our wrap-up party live with really anybody who wanted to join us. Uh, and really just get together and hang out. So uh, if you've never listened to the podcast before, you're going to be real confused, but you're welcome to hang around. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah. Uh, also, the fun part with this is there was a whole bunch of us that have never actually had a chance to meet face to face. So that was yeah. fun. We've recorded together, but there's a whole bunch of like, I've never actually gotten to talk to you. So <laughs> awesome. All right. Um, yeah, there's really no format to this. Uh, ultimately, what I did is Missy and I plastered uh, social media asking folks to send us questions to uh, ghostguytom at gmail.com or post them on Twitter or message us directly, whatever. Um, and we got a really good amount of questions. And so I'm basically just going to go down the line. I'm going to read these questions. And uh, some of these are really going to be only applicable, unfortunately, for like me, Missy and Adrian as the writers. Uh, but there are a bunch that honestly, y'all, everyone can jump in on. Um, so let's let's get rolling. And um, yeah, like I said, there's no format. So feel free to just chime in with whatever. This is just here. We're just here to have fun at this point. All right. Excellent. So. Uh, the first thing I have here says, uh, hi, I wanted to say first off that I love this show so much and it's a joy to listen to. It's seen me through the sewing of a whole bunch of tie on pockets. So thanks for that. I love how you work with the format to create some lovely, unreliable narrator comedy moments. I'm thinking, for example, of Tom just not knowing how steamer trunks are meant to be stored. <laughs> Why would it be weird to have it held down by chains? Uh, I'd be curious for some thoughts on the writing for that. I would also love to learn sound designers wondering if there are any good resources for doing so. Um, I'm not done with it, but I have a working sketch of Tom in a cheap cloak anime shirt and taco cat boxers. I'll share the art when it's done. Anna. <laughs> okay. So first off, yeah, first off, I, uh, I cannot wait for, uh, for this fan art. Um, God, we love fan art. I just posted some more today. We've gotten some amazing fan art. And my favorite thing about the fan art that we get is everybody's their own personal conception of what the characters look like. Cause they're always, they're always vastly different except for Tom. Everybody draws Tom more or less the same way. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, he basically just always looks like, like a different version of Shaggy. Yes. <laughs> like, I also am like, that's just Shaggy. Like, it's <laughs> well, Missy, you had a, you, you had a, a headcanon for how Tom looks. I do, yeah, and I didn't want to ruin it in the first season, but should I just say it? Yeah, go for it, because we now have a whole bunch okay. of fan art with different different opinions on things. By the this is so not if, canon. This isn't set in stone. No. But like I had always pictured Tom as Milo from Atlantis. 
I don't know why. I yeah, just did. I can absolutely see that. I can absolutely yeah. see that. He's got the same body type as Shaggy. <laughs> yeah, works. pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. <laughs> I mean, Milo's basically just Shaggy in glasses. Yeah. <laughs> Nerdy Shaggy. It's fine. Yeah. What is in my room? Probably a ghost. Probably. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Dawn, you've got the perfect setup to have like those curtains just move in the background. Right? And just, but no. No, they might. Well, we'll you see. never know. You never know. Someone let me know at the end of the stream. Yeah. Uh, so we, we, one of our viewers actually wrote in, um, which by the way, hello, thank you for joining us. Um, so they said, uh, since we have the DJ, we should have a selection from the album. <laughs> so all oh, I can God. think of. <laughs> The, I have Twitch open on my phone because I was like, oh, I should probably look at comments, but I should also probably leave them a surprise. So I don't know. The um, <laughs> the episode with Handsaw Zen, where I made music out of a bunch of construction equipment, is the least listened to episode. <laughs> yep. Yep. Probably because you're always like, oh, you definitely need to listen in headphones. And then you... <laughs> made music with hand saws I did, I did. I, I was kind of a dick there I'm sorry yeah like so on the analytics I can actually see how long people listen for and you can see where they drop off and and most people drop off like right right at the very end like in the middle of like just the credits which I kind of expect that <laughs> you look at that episode you look at Handsaw Zen and it's right when that song comes on and everybody just leaves <laughs> I'm like well I've learned something I've learned something <laughs> um, so the other easy part of this question love to learn sound design Um, on, honestly YouTube tutorials Um, I primarily yeah. use audacity for my editing it is free it is relatively robust it is finicky as all hell like it crashes all the time i am actively looking into a new program um called what the hell is it called i don't remember what it's called it's um i just got the trial for it i don't remember what it's called but i i can i can post about it if i can't find it i oh um no um I hindenburg? hindenburg that's the one yeah that's the one yeah because i found it ironic that i wanted something that wasn't going to crash so i downloaded something called hindenburg <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have high hopes yeah <laughs> or they did <laughs> <laughs> it's a really hot program oh <laughs> really hoping it really hoping it gets off the ground now you sound like you're full of gas, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh the humanity. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'll just I'll just I'll just see myself out. I think at least those of us that are on the stream right now are probably the only ones that know that the phrase oh the humanity <laughs> came from the video recording of that event. Because I don't think anyone under the age of twenty five or probably uh, even uh, under forty knows that. <laughs> Wow. Th uh, thanks for calling me out like that, Mike. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. Wow. I'm right there with you. Yeah. Yeah. If you uh, hear demonic <laughs> screaming in the background, that is my child. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, Audacity. Yeah. It's got a bunch of there's a bunch of easy tutorials online. A lot of resources for it. Um, Hindenburg, if you download the demo, uh, actually has like they literally have courses you can take. Um, but they'll give you access for like 30 days to try the full program. Uh, and they, there's a whole bunch of like educational, 
uh, tutorial videos and stuff. I'm promoting it like I'm I'm being paid to. It I only got to muck around with it for a little bit. It seems pretty cool. Um, hopefully, it's a lot more stable than. <laughs> audacity the actual Hindenburg. Hindenburg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that too that too um so let's go back to the the main question here uh curious on some thoughts on the general writing um <laughs> <laughs> yeah you got something to say missy no no no, no. um the the show often kind of writes itself um I, I don't really know how to explain my, my writing process uh, other than uh, Tom is Tom and me are more or less the same person. Uh, so this is just kind of based on how I think about things, but I'm thinking about them from a legitimate comedic perspective. Um, I, I, I don't think of myself as quite as dumb as Tom, but I mean, Adrian would know better than anybody else. No comment. Okay, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. So wise. Um, but one of my favorite things is when Missy will write an episode and then calls calls me and is like, hey, when you get a sec, uh, you know, read through it. Let me know what you think. Um, I need you to tom it up, though. I do my best to channel Tom, but I can never quite get, like, you know. Tom, legitimate Tom enough. The Tomness of it. Tom yeah. is his own entity. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, hi, team. I haven't fully caught up yet, but I've got a good question. What was one of the things you found really hard at the beginning that's really easy now or thought was easy and it's actually harder now? Thanks and cheers, Alex Miller. Oh, God, you're a Miller. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So sorry. So sorry. Um, anybody want to want to jump in before me? Because I've been doing all the talking. Anything you thought? I think, yeah. Yeah. Like for me, it was so I think even we went back and put like a disclaimer in the beginning because Janet was such a bitch. <laughs> and like most of the early reviews were like, oh, God, Janet sucks. So it was, like, hard to make her likable and, like, get her humanity through. And I think that got easier, like, the more I kind of put some thought into, like, where she was coming from and, like, later episodes. But, yeah, at first, like, it was just, like, God, I have to be mean to JD. Like, really mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, like, the, the original plan with that was that it was supposed to be, like, just a lot of ribbing. Just a lot of, like kind of playful but also she is kind of a bitch um but yeah and it wasn't even really like how you played her it was definitely like a lot of just how she was written uh it just came off that she was just this awful person because the original intent was that tom was just this eccentric uh you know youtube taught uh ghost hunter and janet just was having none of it and like just the way it ended up being written was just she was just really, really mean. Um, and then we got a lot of those reviews in and Missy wrote uh, the tour guide, which was when we did our flashback episode of how Tom and Janet met and like really added in a lot of sincerity and really got to kind of see like how, why, why did they fall in love? You know, what was their connection and what was her background in a way to kind of like you know, make her that kind of tougher kind of badass person 
why were they enamored with each other? And I honestly, I really think I've, I typically tell people like, you know, when they're the first time listener, I'm like, honestly, once you get to tour guide, Jenna gets better. <laughs> she gets much better. Um, Adrian, anything? Uh, uh, oh, Dawn, what were you going to say? Well, I was just going to say, uh, stepping in to do podcasting for the first time, um, just <laughs> knowing what the character should be, how to fit in with the rest of the characters, and just finding your groove when you're acting. Like, the first episode I did, I did two very different takes. Yeah. The first one, I imitated Ryan Bergara from the uns- BuzzFeed Unsolved, because I thought that would be a fun delivery. For, for, the, for, those, second... for those who don't know, give us an impression. It was a cold night. Dark. Was there ghosts? Hard to say. This will remain unsolved so that kind of delivery very deadpan but then edna came out and i just thought if you're going to do it just just do it and really get in there and uh it it ended up really working but we had to do the entire episode twice yep amazing how you just rolled right into that like there was no hesitation that was like a completely seamless transition well the weird thing this might be my first podcast but i i speak publicly constantly so there's no shame like it's not a thing for me like i've embarrassed myself every way that is possible so it can't be done anymore i'm fine (laughs) who else wants to go okay what so for me, this is my first podcast as well, so, <clears throat> excuse me, streaming for the better half of two years on Twitch, you, you know, it's, it becomes sort of like your, for some people, it's a favorite TV show, you know, they know what time you start, whatnot, mm. so when it comes to going into Liam and getting into, getting to know you guys um, that I work alongside, it's, it was a whole different ball game. like, I was actually intimidated. <laughs> completely intimidated it was so bizarre like how could i be so outgoing right and be okay with just being a goofball for for so long bloody two years in a row and then i get get involved with you guys in the most amazing way and i was like shivers i'm out. i feel like i'm out of my element here. what's going on you know crikey <laughs> honestly it's so different though being like told what to say versus yeah. just like naturally yeah. doing whatever yep. comes to mind <laughs> But honestly, Ozzy, it was really, really awesome to see how you improved, like, every take that we did. Like, we would just take snippets and we would just do a take a couple of times just so you could find Liam and, like, just give you a little bit of direction on how to see something. You just rolled with it. And it was just, yep. like I like you said, it's, you know, it's your, your, your first podcast. It's your, your first time, you know, reading scripted lines for a show. But, like, it was just really cool to, to see how you improved over that. It's been really awesome to see that. Oh, you guys were very, uh, very, very um, patient with me because, you know, I had to... It's funny because, like, uh, sometimes, for instance, I'll say a word and my wife will say, no, 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 no. It's, uh, what did you just say? No, 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 this is how it's pronounced. Because so, it's the Australian way to say yeah, it. And then yep. there's the other way to say it. You know? Yep. So, but, uh, yeah. yeah, I had a blast. Mike, you any thoughts? gonna lie like i've been like kind of wanting because i listened to an australian podcast and i really wanted to slip the word skeletal in there because i love the way they say it with the australian accent which is skeletal skeletal (laughs) 
I was like, I just need to hear somebody else on our podcast say skeletal because I can't do that. There's battery and territory, you know, instead of territory or battery, you know, it's like battery or territory. So, yeah, same thing. Yeah. And you also you also uh, do literally right instead of literally. Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> no, I cracked myself up. <laughs> Mike, uh, you, you got thoughts? Um, I mean, you pretty much gave me like the best direction, and because I was like, I had a short-term obsession with this show, and when I found it like on streaming, <clears throat> I was like, I, I just binged the living shit out of it. So I watched the entire series over the course of like a week while on duty on a ship. And it was uh, Twin Peaks, and you're like try, and you're like, you know, think of the, um, uh, no, I don't know, it's not Laura Palmer. The uh, I can't believe I'm forgetting the damn FBI agent's name, but Dale, Dale all I can Cooper. think about Cooper. It's Cooper and Dale how Cooper. like very precise and very polite he was, no matter what. So that's what I yep. did the whole time, and I think the first time I sat down as a sheriff. And, and recorded with you. You were like, okay, that was that was spot on. I'm like, yep. cool. I got it on the first take. Thank God, because I would wasn't sure if I was going to pull it off. Yeah. For uh, for for those who have listened to the show, if you haven't picked up on it, uh, there's there's a lot of little Twin Peak references in there. Oh, like a lot, a lot of Twin Peak references in there because we are a Twin Peaks house here. Um, yeah. I yeah. literally watched the show because of Adrian. Like before we started the podcast. <laughs> yes. Same. But thank you, Adrian, because it's amazing. It's a great show. Honestly, my parents were obsessed with it when I was a kid. Like so when good. it was when it was first airing out, like my parents were like, you know, my mom and dad would make it a point that that was their show that they were going to watch. And I caught a couple episodes, and I'm like, I don't know, it's probably like nine or ten or something. And I'm like, what the hell is this? What's with, <laughs> wh- who's Killer Bob, and why is this lady walking around with a with a log in her arm, <laughs> you know, stroking it? Like what what? Okay, I'm too young for this. I'm out. I'm going to go play with my Transformers or something. I and was then... watching Dragnet when I was 10, so I feel like I can't My dad had me watching random horror movies, so that's probably yeah, on him. On the flip side, I saw, you know, I saw like the Predator movie when I was like eight, so I mean, it was just the, yeah. the concepts of Twin Peaks are a little bit more advanced than just, you know, <laughs> alien kills soldiers in jungle. <laughs> yeah, my my dad's favorite movies to watch with me when I was like eight were uh, Stephen King's Duel, um, Maximum Overdrive, and Poltergeist. <laughs> nice. Poltergeist was terrifying. Oh god, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh god, yeah. Heads on sticks. I'm like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that clown. I don't like clowns. Um, real quick, before I have Adrian uh, answer this question, I'm actually going to jump back. That that previous question about asking like where some of the writing inspiration comes from, um, as I mentioned, like a lot, of, like there's a lot of Twin Peaks influence there. Um, a lot of my writing comes from whatever I happen to be watching at the time. Uh, so you've got uh, Twin Peaks, you've got like anything Taika Waititi. So like what we do in the shadows is a big thing I'd been watching. So you've got, it's a lot of the comedies coming from that. You've got letter candy in there, which um, I don't remember what the line was, but there was something that <laughs> Missy read the line. and goes, been watching letter candy much, huh? <laughs> I don't even, I think, Oh, it was hard. <laughs> I don't no, what it was. hard. No, it was hard. No. Yeah. Hard. No. Yeah. Hard. No. <laughs> You're lucky. I didn't have a, how are you now? <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, oh my god. Adrian, what what do you got? Um for me it was just voice acting in general. Yeah. Um and I don't know. I I have a background as a singer, but that was a long time ago for me, so using my voice and 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 projecting my voice for where other people can hear it has been really it was really hard at the beginning to like put myself out there, but it's it's gotten a lot easier and and the the feedback I've gotten about it has been really great. So People love your voice, man. People love your voice. <laughs> oh god, it's so good. People love it. Don't smash in her mic. I, it's a little loose. I just, I, I'm, I'm being that's attacked. That's what she said. <laughs> I did walk into that one. <laughs> you told me you were going to edit this. I forgot it was live. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not editing this. It's fine. No. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, uh, so one of our one of our viewers on Twitch they said uh, when Mike says right fine day it's like hearing Dale Cooper say a damn fine cup of coffee well done so that's some nice. strong kudos yes, nice. hell yeah uh, nice. I, that's the thank pinnacle you. of voice acting achievement for me right now <laughs> yeah that's amazing thank you Beautiful. thank you very much uh, so as far as for me um, what what started hard and got easier um, I want to say editing, but that's not actually true. That that actually is a mix of it started out hard and got easier, but I've actually overcomplicated it. Like I've gotten more efficient. Um, like season one, a single episode would take me like 30 hours to edit. It would take me like a full week to actually edit an episode to completion. I can now like hammer out an episode I don't know, 10, 12 hours and I'll be done. Maybe even less. Uh, honestly, the, um, the finale episode, I did the entire thing start to finish in like six hours. So I've gotten better with that, but what's actually gotten harder is, um, I now have a better understanding of, uh, background and ambiance. Uh, cause like earlier episodes, you know, there were a lot of people who complained about how certain, there was certain, uh, uh, levels that were too loud. Um, and I would love to go back and, and kind of remaster everything, but good Lord, I don't have the time for that. Um, but just kind of like learning what ambiance works. So, uh, there's a, uh, a, a lesson that I learned when I was in college. So, uh, I went to college for radio broadcasting and audio production, and we actually did some, some audio drama editing as part of our class course. And, uh, one of the things that I learned was that uh, the most important sound effect are the ones that people don't notice. And so those are things yeah. like when the characters are outside. I have a couple of different audio tracks that I've recorded that are just, I went outside and held a recorder outside. It's cars going by, it's birds, it's wind, it's just ambiance. Or like if they're in the kitchen. Or I, actually a really great uh, example is the hotel when uh, when we were in the, when uh, Tom and Janet were in the, the motel. Uh, would be um, the hum of the air conditioner and very quietly the sound of a TV playing. And it's stuff that most people wouldn't notice. But the thing is that if you took that away, <clears throat> people wouldn't notice the stark silence. So yeah. it was it was putting in sounds that people aren't going to notice, but it adds to the feel of the scene. But then it was a matter of balancing that audio, but also getting a feel for what is actually needed. Um, one, uh, I think the most common complaint for the show was whenever I had music in the background, it was either too loud or it was just audible enough that it was distracting for people. 
Uh, and I always found it was like, okay, well, we're doing a scene where they're in the bedroom. I don't really have any other ambience to have. So I'm going to, there's music playing on the radio, uh, not really realizing that that was going to be a distraction for things. And now it's like, okay, well, I think all we need is I, I learned how to take that outdoor ambiance and make it sound like it is outside behind a wall, behind windows and everything. And so I'll just have that. Um, and it gives just enough. So that was, that was kind of, um, a middle ground. But I think the thing that got easier over time was learning how to write for the characters based on how the actors speak. And I think Don is actually a, a great example with Edna. Um, I will let you explain this one. <laughs> so in the very first episode, I actually had two versions of the script. Cause as I said, I did two completely different actors for it. And in the Edna version, I went through and tried to be as proper British and sort of obnoxiously so, so that it, she had a, a way, a manner to her. And I went through it. It was small words, small things. And those little details went through and I changed them. And the next time Edna was in an episode, those things had already been done. And Edna's voice came through because saying Thomas every time instead of anything else or old friend those sorts of things just showed up and all of a sudden i didn't have to make any edits to anything which was really cool like i'd look through and be like oh yeah that's edna we're good and so after i think it was just that one episode where I ever changed anything it's kind of impressive well thank you i think one of my one, one of my favorite characters to to write honestly is lee because yeah. of like a couple of times I've written for Lee, I'm like, oh, this is the best. Lee is so yeah. much fun to write because Lee's character has evolved so much from episode mm -hmm. one to now by going from being the friendly neighbor, the overly friendly neighbor, to I am so done with your shit. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you my neighbor now? Why hasn't this house eaten you the way I've planned it for the past two centuries? Oh, by the you way, for people gone. joining, if you haven't listened to the show, oh. there's going to be spoilers, so I'm sorry. We're This is the season two wrap. We're going to talk about everything. Uh, we did get a comment uh, from a, uh, Sleepy Sheepers. They said, uh, the background ambience for this podcast is honestly one of my favorite because of all the work that goes into making it feel more authentic. Thank you so much. And Galaxies and Necromancy, this podcast is wonderful. Y'all are wonderful. Congrats on season two and the 100K. Thank you so much. You're awesome. All right. Uh, <laughs> I love this question. I love this question. I, I hope uh, this is from Michael R. I hope you're listening. This is, I think, my favorite question. Quick question for everybody. Let's say someone is offering you a free furniture item that you've been looking for. And it completes the room and matches your aesthetic perfectly. How haunted would the item have to be for you to not want it? I don't think it's Ooh. possible. If anything, A and A appraisals would pay more for it. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like the ghost is a feature, not a bug, unless yeah. I have to take it like off the ceiling every day. If it if it renders it non-usable. Yeah, Mike Mike is in the chat. Mike is in the chat. <laughs> Awesome. If it's haunted enough that it's moving so that you can't like actually just chill on it, 
that might be too haunted for me. <laughs> yeah, if I get seasick on a haunted couch, like then I'm like, all right, yeah. listen. That's that sounds super rad. Actually, that wouldn't that wouldn't ruin. Really yeah, right. Like you know, from from a, a bit a little bit of nautical experience, if I had a, if I had a haunted bed that was just like gently swaying all the time Some without the worry about that. a waterbed or the keechiness of having a waterbed, that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Although, can, okay, yeah, but right. like if you woke up and the waterbed was on the ceiling. <laughs> oh. Do I get to be on the ceiling too? Yeah, yeah but like if you have to pee in the middle of the night, you have to get out of the waterbed on the ceiling. Like, I mean, you've been to my house. I've got low ceilings. I'm I not going to I've been to your house. It's it's low. Yeah. yeah. It's we take Jamie off at the shoulders upstairs. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I do not fit. I do not fit on the second floor of Don's place. It's I do true. not. Fit. Oh, wow. It's five foot nothing right yeah. over my left shoulder. <laughs> yeah. For That's for awesome. listeners who don't know, I'm six five. <laughs> so. Um, yeah. And yeah. like I'm five four. So <laughs> half the time when I'm like, what do you mean you can't do this? <laughs> my favorite no, motherfucker. I can't reach. <laughs> what I love is the fact I don't get to see Missy often. And whenever I do and I get to hug her, it's like, oh, yeah. You're remarkably short. Yeah. <laughs> Missy always looks up. She's I know, like, I forget how I'm tall you taller. are. Yeah. Always, <laughs> I forget how, everyone always thinks I'm taller for some reason. And I'm like, no, no. You've got that powerful presence. That's why. Yeah. Especially when you hear you on the podcast and you're like, oh, yeah, this is a badass bitch. So um, <laughs> just like Chihuahua sized. <laughs> one, one of our one of our longtime fans and listeners uh, who actually um, uh, Caroline, who played the uh, the poor uh, dunks worker in the one of the uh, recent episodes, um, had always told me that uh, their their headcanon is that Tom is really short and Janet is really tall. Like Janet's like five eleven and Tom's like five one. Like that that is oh, that God, is how they they see us. I ship it. Oh. <laughs> you said the Janet needs in the to podcast. Be, yeah, Janet needs to be the Amazon that I am too small to be. <laughs> I mean, we've had many people come in how Janet is just goals, so <laughs> Yes. <laughs> um as, as for me, in terms of haunted furniture, as somebody who just moved out a sleeper couch that weighed like 250 pounds, I would love a haunted piece of furniture that would just like wander through my house. And I could like coax me like, all right, like one, let's try it in here. Let's bring it in this room. <laughs> OK, but like if it was a haunted toilet, now you've got problems. <laughs> now, wait, 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 wait. We said that this was an item that was going to tie the whole room okay. together. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? Maybe Missy wants a wandering toilet. I don't know. You know what? Hey, Honestly, you see some nice... toilet online, right? Yeah. No, but now I'm going to be Googling that. <laughs> I'm just imagining Missy sitting on the couch and the toilet walks in. Just like, well, that's convenient. Yeah. <laughs> come here, buddy. Come here. I'm like, you know what? I was going to complain, but come here. You take cool. I don't have to pause my show. <laughs> Or even better, the fridge comes over and you're like, oh, oh thanks, yes. man. I needed that beer. Okay. The one thing I wouldn't want is a haunted fridge. Can you imagine you're trying to get food and your fridge is like, fuck you? <laughs> <laughs> like, it is midnight. I just want to sneak the fucking snack I've been saving till my kid and goes to sleep. The fridge is going, no. The fridge isn't there. Yeah. It's not even there. No. Yeah. <laughs> it left. It's out in the garage. It's on the fucking roof. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I need. You're, you see you look out in the corner of the window? 
You look at you look outside. It's like running around the lawn. You're like, get get in here. This is not the time for your refrigerator's running joke. Get in the house. Get in the house before someone sees you. Oh, that's amazing. I like the ghost of Mama Cass. My fridge is running. Yeah, good. Right now, get inside. Everything oh, you put in a... the fridge turns to V8. <laughs> oh. Oh, that would be too far. Yep, okay. We worst, found the answer. Worst mimic yep, we've... ever. Yeah. <laughs> we've gone to, to haunt, from haunted to cursed. Yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> uh, one, one, of our, uh, uh, chat, uh, one of our chat folks said, uh, uh, which is better, a haunted vacuum or a haunted Roomba? Haunted Roomba? I mean, What's better or worse? It's kind of haunted. I mean, I guess you need to define what what makes it better. <laughs> yeah, it can do the walls and the ceiling. Yeah, that yeah, would I mean, make I, it better. I think better would be the Roomba, because I'm thinking uh, when I think vacuum, I think like old school vacuum. Even though we have a normal vacuum, I think like the old Electrolux that you like has the pull behind, like the 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 big canister. cylinder thing. Yeah, the big <laughs> canister, and you've got the big tube. Um, I mean, I think those are pretty much haunted on their own, so. Probably, yeah. My mom still has one. So does my mom. Yep. From, like, the 60s. Yep. Any appliance from the 60s is going to outlast a soul. It's yeah. going to be roaches, yeah. Twinkies, and 1960s appliances. <laughs> yep. So my mom, my mom has one. I want to say it's from the 60s or 70s. It still runs. Uh, yeah. before my grandmother passed away, actually even before my grandfather passed away, which was like 10 years later, uh, they still had hers, which was made in the forties. The Holy thing weighed shit. literally like 60 pounds to like lug it up and down the stairs. And when you turned it on, like you, you need to hope to God that the cat is running by because you're going <laughs> to lose that cat into the vacuum. <laughs> yeah. Like it sounds like a jet engine starting. <laughs> It's wild. Well, now I need to know what I look, need to look for on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't help that the 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 the, the pull behind thing literally looks like a futuristic jet turbine from oh, yeah. the 1950s. I mean, the thing is, I think they were the models after how a jet turbine worked. <laughs> I think that's how they functioned. Yeah, you're not wrong, dude. You're not wrong. <laughs> Slap a jet turbine on it. <laughs> Atomic power. You're right. <laughs> this is my new vacuum. It's technically a nuke, but. <laughs> hey, why is the Geiger counter going on? I don't know. Oh, it's the vacuum. Oh. Mom, why is it going tick, tick, tickety? Because I'm vacuuming, honey. Leave it alone. <laughs> Hit me. Put your third arm away. Let's go. <laughs> Incidentally, that was not a dick joke, and I just realized that it sounded like so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I no, I saw where you're going with it. So, for those of you, if you haven't picked up on it, there's a lot of editing I have to do after we do a recording. <laughs> so, Mostly me. So, as, we normally do each scene twice, and then we talk in between each scene. So, a 30 minute episode is usually like an hour and a half of audio. <laughs> <laughs> that I have to we, go through and clean up. We have fun. And it's Bye. mostly it's mostly Missy swearing like the trucker that she wishes she was. Yeah. I, it, or I should I'm say sorry. it's mostly Missy <laughs> swearing the where the way she wished Janet could. Yeah. Yeah. 
and usually yelling at me for either writing something stupid that she hadn't read yet or changing something since she read it last. Like on the, while we're reading and recording the episode, this bastard is like two paragraphs ahead of me changing a line. <laughs> like the Mario and Luigi joke? Yeah. Yeah. That I but added that mid, wasn't there two minutes ago. Mid recording. I don't remember what episode it was, but mid recording, I'm like, this would be really funny. Type it, type it, type it, type. And then Missy Reese is like, where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> no, 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 no. Wait, what? What? Yeah, like, what? Oh, God. I, I was actually talking with Adrian about this uh, yesterday about um, some of the episodes that just had the most retakes. I was thinking about um, when oh, we... the Christmas episode. Oh my god, the <laughs> Christmas episode was ridiculous. Oh, oh god, <laughs> weren't we on call for almost two hours that night? Oh, that was, <laughs> I, that was like two and a half hours. Was it? Oh Holy yeah. Crap. Oh yeah. yeah. That, that was, was uh, that was something else. <laughs> my favorite part about that is is so for those of you who don't know, which is I think everybody. Um, so Rick, who plays Louis. Uh, was not present for that recording. So the demon of Louie was not present. Don filled in for his lines. <laughs> and it was... I kind of wanted to leave it. I kind of wanted to leave it. It was fantastic from over here. It was so <laughs> it was much fun. Time. But oh my god. So, like, honestly, I... We that is, by the way, the most listened to episode. Oh, really? I, oh yeah. Which means because it honestly, I think it has a higher listen count than any other episode. Which means wow. that there are people that have listened to only that and no other episode. Else. <laughs> Bro, I know you don't like podcasts, but you got to listen to this one episode for this one show. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh yeah, God. seriously. You know what? Actually, yeah. while, while we're here, I'm, I've been trying I'm, to set that as my ringtone for forever. Which one? <laughs> Scrooge, you're a bit of a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, I wish I had the time to release outtakes. But yeah, that is that is a line that happened. That is a line that happened in that show. Um. <sighs> The laugh tracks in that show were real. We're just us laughing until we couldn't breathe. And honestly, that's yeah. what people said they oh loved the most. <clears throat> that's what people loved the most. Yeah, so um, most of our episodes have like 30, 3,500 listens or some that are a little bit higher. Um, the Christmas episode has 4,900 listens. <laughs> So there's a bunch of you out there who have listened to just that one stupid episode and nothing else. Wait, that episode That's was amazing. gold. Oh, it was. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We should do a Valentine's episode. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I want to do another another holiday one, but I'm not sure because I don't want to redo uh, Christmas Carol. So I want to find something Halloween. else. Some... Halloween. Halloween. Mm. Oh, it's coming Alan out quick. Oh. Yeah, can oh, yeah, culture, Tom. Oh. Or we could do like Great Pumpkin. Great Pumpkin, Charlie yeah. Brown. Or the Headless oh, Horseman, because yeah. oh. we're in New Hampshire. Yeah, we could do a Headless Horseman. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, we could do that. We could do that. Yeah, we'll figure something out. Um, honestly, I would love it. Like, we should honestly pull some listeners, see what they want us to do for a Halloween episode. Yeah. Um, but, oh, yeah. yeah, thinking about um, the most outtakes, um, 
I remember when early on when <laughs> Tom had to read off the uh, the song <laughs> titles that were on Janet's metal album <laughs> and neither of us oh that took us like eight <laughs> takes because I couldn't stop laughing <laughs> I could. I had to mute. I could not get through it. <laughs> that and oh we couldn't get God. through Schrodinger's butt either. No. <laughs> I wonder why. Because it wasn't really there. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so Rick just commented in the chat. He goes, why'd you tell me this was happening tomorrow night? <laughs> my god well Lewis. get on here lois whenever you can all right <laughs> next question uh season two is coming to a close so i just want to let you know it's been an absolute blast to keep listening to the podcast since it's wrap-up time i did have a few questions i wanted to ask are there any particular ghost stories or local legends that you guys have had growing up or where you live that have really influenced the writing and creation of the podcast or just personal favorites uh, and in y'all's opinion, would uh, what sport would be made better or more entertaining if the athletes were ghosts? Stay awesome, Maddie C. <laughs> wow, oh, man, there's a lot to unpack from that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. let's let's start <laughs> yeah. with the sports one. Let's start with sports because okay, I'm not a sports guy to begin with. <laughs> Sporting, Sporting. I think rugby would be a lot funnier if the players at will could just fall through each other. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, it's I a agree. very full yep. contact sport. <laughs> yeah. It is. Oh, hey, actually, okay, uh, so... the, the, the person who submitted that, uh, Maddie, is actually on the, the chat. So they're super oh, excited. <laughs> um, I think, so if, if we're going like headless horseman ghosts, then mm. I would say polo. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah, that's good. I'm going to go with just straight up professional wrestling because Ooh. like just the idea of them running at each other and like trying to do like a clothesline or jumping off and they're just like whoosh and they just get more and more frustrated as the match goes on. <laughs> Can you imagine Ninja curling Warrior could be interesting. Ghosts? Curling. Yeah. What was that, Don? <laughs> yeah. Ninja Warrior, but like just ghosts. They just <laughs> slow by. Just going a straight line. <laughs> just the whole time but only some of the competitors are ghosts and they let them go whenever so like there are people actually going through and then fucking ghost <laughs> yeah see it'd be great if not everybody was a ghost yeah 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 i think synchronized swimming could be fun if it was half ghosts yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also in terms of polo are the horses also ghost hmm that's that's the real question. Like, can we go? Are we going like supernatural? Could they be like zombie skeletons? <gasps> Why not? Why? Oh, all right, all right. So that that's where I'm going with my wrestling comment. <laughs> Pro wrestling, but they are decomposing zombies. Guys, guys, ghosts, free diving. No one makes a splash. <laughs> How do you score it? You've got ghost judges just going. <laughs> what are we doing here? For for those of you who are going to listen to this without video, we just made weird faces. Yeah. 
<laughs> or just you know just changing velocity as they're diving down. <laughs> Adrian, Ozzy, you, you got any thoughts on that one? Oh. <laughs> I, I agree with rugby. I, I liked that one a lot. Uh, yeah, that's true. I was going to say AFL, but they're pretty. You know, they're they're pretty. That's a that's a that is a high contact sport as well. AFL. No, so rugby they really like to push and throw each other around a bit more than AFL. But you know, everybody loves that. Everybody I show you forty two. They love the way the umpires do that. You know, <laughs> they're very serious. You know what I mean? Like. It's just the way it is, but um, yeah, rugby for sure. Uh, one last submission for everybody. Mm. Reminding yourselves that ghosts can go invisible, right? But not the stuff they're holding. <laughs> <laughs> yes. See that in football? Oh, that's a, whoa, that's a bomb pass. Wait, what? It stopped, Wait. It, it stopped in midair. It's dropping straight down. No, it's got back up again. Oh, it's zigzagged around this one. Zigzagged around that one. Who's got the ball? We don't know. <laughs> You're just hearing John Madden trying to just, you know, oh talk about that. On there the... would be no commentators, so they'll be like, oh, you know what? I, don't it, know who's that, uh, it. Like, I quit. They just throw their headphones off and leave. Must have been outside. All right, I'm going to turn off my background. <laughs> what? Oh, watch out. Secret oh. reveal. Oh, okay. Never mind. She's still awake, but okay. uh, we'll. Uh, all right. Well, we we almost had a Rick. We'll be soon. Yeah. Uh, so, in terms of ghost stories and local legends, um, I mean, New England. I mean, as you guys are all aware, New Hampshire as a whole is haunted. Like the whole state, mm -hmm. just the state as a whole is haunted. Uh, um, Pretty much all of them are. Yeah, absolutely. It's just the the whole thing. The map is haunted. Um, <laughs> we do have it's a like bunch America of like was built on a. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I know where you're going with that, and you're not wrong. <laughs> um, for for me, uh, the local legends that I grew up with that I've honestly more or less seen myself are like the the shadow people that reside in the woods. Um, you you go into the the deep woods in New Hampshire, and you're gonna see things. Like, there's a reason why we don't go out in the woods. Like, we leave that to the Taurus. Yeah, like, if, cats. if you're from around here and you hear screaming in the woods and you're going to tell yourself it's Fisher Cats and it's... It's definitely um, Fisher Cats. <laughs> yeah, we all just kind of ignore it and pretend we don't hear it. So... Like, oh, it's cicadas. <laughs> it's, uh, it's fine. Yeah. So, <laughs> I live I live in a very, very small town. Um, population, like, 1,400 people. I live in a very small town. Uh, and there's a lot of woods all around right down the street. There is somebody who I hope has a goat. And I typically only hear it screaming in the weird goat screams when I go for a walk in the evening, because you know, it's summer and I don't want to walk when it's a hundred fucking degrees out. Um, when it's actually cooled off and you get down there and you're <laughs> off in the distance. And I'm just like, I think that's a goat. I hope that's a goat. I'll just keep walking past this weird old cemetery. That, yeah. Um, if you're not from this area and you do go for a walk in certain times of year, um, raccoon courtship sounds like murder. <laughs> and foxes. And rabbits. Foxes, yes. I've actually got the screaming goat. Oh, play it for it. 
I was trying. Oh, sorry. My wife got it for me for a charity event. I was trying to. <laughs> I want one now so bad. Oh my god. I'm struggling to find it. Anyway, one last time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, that's going that's on amazing. everybody's Amazon Christmas list. Yep, yep. Uh, everybody please, gets one. Please, please. Everybody gets one. I'd buy you all one with all the money we rake in for the show, but I got bad news for you in that part. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Anyway. All right, what, what do we got for you guys? Uh, uh, ghost stories, uh, local legends. What you got? I got a, a few, uh, but one of them was from when I was very young, and I lived in Milford, New Hampshire, which is not as small a town, but especially when I was little, it was pretty small. And I went to a daycare that was across the street from an old house from the mid 1800s that was once white and was falling in, like collapsing. And we as small children, you know, with nothing better to do, would stake out this frickin' house and watch it from across the street. And on several occasions, especially on cloudy days, you could see shit moving around upstairs. And there were no cars pulled in, and we'd been there since five in the morning, staring at this frickin' house. And we would stare at it till we left at like seven at night. No one was going in. No one was coming out. Sometimes there were flickering lights upstairs. Sometimes there were shadows in the windows. One time, one of my friends just let out a blood-curdling scream, and we all ran away to the other side of the playground like that was gonna fucking save us. And she shared with us that she saw someone looking at her, like eyeballs glinting in the light. By the time we got the courage to go back, of course, we couldn't see anything. That house has since been completely flattened and removed. But probably, if probably you'd asked my yeah, yeah, I mean, it was probably falling down. Like any, it might have even done it on its own. <laughs> give it, give it a moment. <laughs> Just gave it some time. It's a Hayward's ice cream now. It's very nice now. But um, haunted ice time. cream. I want some haunted ice cream. Haunted ice cream. We'll we'll go out sometime. It'll be perfect. <laughs> so I've got a good one. Based on where I live, I live outside of uh, Taunton, Massachusetts, uh, which is smack dab in the middle of the Bridgewater Triangle, mm-hmm. which has been known for spook lights, uh, Bigfoot sightings, alien abductions, and as I found out somewhat recently, because there's actually a documentary about it, um, a big cornerstone of the satanic panic of the 1980s, because there was a series of murders in Freetown State Forest with satanic yeah. undertones to it mm-hmm. from people from like Fall River and the surrounding areas. Yeah. Um, yeah, which is and- where I live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're like at opposite sides of this wonderful little triangle I knew nothing about when I moved down here. Uh and as far as like the one creepy I didn't I didn't personally have it. My wife did. Um where uh, we had gotten this like Darth Vader happy birthday balloon for our son Ronnie, and his room was, uh, was upstairs in my house. And you know, a month, one month later is my wife's birthday, and she's downstairs. The kids are at school. I'm at work. She's downstairs in the living room, just watching TV or doing something or whatever. And all of a sudden, the balloon just starts drifting down the stairs and comes into the living room and stops like right next to her and she's like what the fuck so she's like all right that was weird maybe it was just like you know heating vents or weird air currents or whatever goes puts it back up in ronnie's room 
few minutes later, it comes back down the fucking stairs. God. I would have stabbed she, that balloon. So yeah, fast. I would have destroyed it. Like, she brings up Stop. her phone, presses record, and records this thing legitimately just floating down the stairs. And again, it had one of those little, it didn't quite, it didn't have one of the anchors on it, but it had deflated a little bit over time because it's just about a month difference between the birthdays. But yeah, she's got it on video. This happy birthday balloon coming God. down the stairs on her fucking birthday. God. Yeah. That'd be freaky to say. I'd love to say that. Yeah. yeah that'd be I, I've got I mean, video of, of a I'll see if I thing. can get it and put it in the channel or in the uh, nice. Discord. Um, yeah, I've got, I've got video. So at the, uh, the old house that Adrian and I used to live in, uh, we had gone off to an event together and, um, my dad offered to, uh, watch and take care of our cats while we were gone. And I get back and my, my dad's a, a big believer in, in ghosts. And he was telling me about like the weird shit that would happen. Like he'd come in and like the cabinets, some of the cabinets would be open. The cat food would be down on the counter. Um, as if like the ghosts were like trying to help him out and stuff. And uh, he was just like, yeah, he's like, how, uh, how haunted is this house? Like, it, w it was built in, like, 1890 or something. And no joke, like, the next day, and so the kitchen was a mess because we just come back from an event. And I walk into the kitchen, and there's a water bottle. And it is, like, sitting in between a bunch of stuff, and it's going thunk, 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 just rolling back and forth. And I'm looking around, I'm like, where's this breeze coming from? There's... There's no, no fan is on nothing. So I picked the bottle up and I set it back down and it sat still and it goes thunk, thunk, thunk. So I have video of that. So that's fun. But yeah, wow. I grew up, I grew up with weird shit happening all the time in my parents' house and pretty much every house that I've lived in around here. There's a creek <laughs> that, that happens. Yeah. My mom's condo that she lives in, there's a there's a creek like a like it sounds like a little like um, accordion style door just yeah that happens at the same time every night, and oh, it would happen when I was because you know, my bedroom at that place when I was a teenager was the living room with a fold out yeah, and I'd stay up late at night because what teenager goes to bed at a reasonable hour, and I would hear it, it was like ten twenty six okay that's weird, and then the next night and I look at the time it's ten twenty six like that's weird. After several weeks of this, you know, for some reason my mom's up late and we're all up late. I think it was like a special event or something. And I heard the creak. And I heard it go, eh? and I'm like, oh, it's 1026. My mom looked at her watch. She's like, how the hell did you know that? I'm like, well, this has been going on for months. Yeah, I had. Um, I So when I lived with, when I was a kid, when I was living at home with my folks, um, there was like every summer summer was that house was super active Their their house is one of the original houses in golf sound in the town that i grew up in um so it was like 17 something it was built it's actually they have a copy of like the original hand-drawn map to show the original houses and the road because there was mast road and that's where they brought all the the cut trees that went to be turned into ship masts uh, and their house is actually sketched onto it. Um, and like, yeah, every summer was always super active. And so when I was growing up, um, it's a two bedrooms are upstairs, but they're really little because it's an it's an old uh, Cape style house. So I basically had uh, you had living room was on one side of the house and there was a den, not a parlor, but there was a den. Um, 
And that kind of became like my hangout space and connected to that, just kind of give you guys a visual. Um, so my computer faced the, the, the wall, uh, which faced the yard. So then behind me was the hallway that went to uh, bathroom and kitchen on one side or the other. And then on the other side of me to, to what would be my left was a door that went to the hallway. And the, so the front door, the front hall and the stairs to go up in the living room was on the other end. And um, my, my dad has always had various medical issues that prevent him from sleeping. And so like he would always come down middle of the night and i learned very quickly what the sound of his footsteps were and how the stairs creaked a certain way when he came down and if my mom came down i learned that she had a very different gait and i learned what those sounds were and i remember uh like i would always keep that door closed because i was on the computer and didn't want to wake him and uh i remember hearing steps footsteps come down and i stopped and i'm like that's not either of my parents and i hear the footsteps get to the bottom of the stairs and that's it. No more. No walking down the hall because my dad would come down the stairs, go down the hall through the kitchen, then end up behind me and go to the bathroom. Um, and then like the next night I'd hear it again. And then after a few nights, I heard it get to the bottom of the stairs and stand at the door. And I'm like, okay, like I could hear it. And I open the door and there's nothing there. I don't know how I managed to open the door, but I opened the door. And there was nothing there. And then I hear it go down the stairs and I hear it go down the hall. And I hear it walk through the kitchen and I hear it stop behind me and <laughs> like slow turn around and there's nothing there. And like this progressed like over an entire summer to the point like I heard like banging on the walls, shit like that. Like it was it was wild. It was really, really wild. Also, um, you would frequently hear music. If it was dead quiet in the house. You would hear music. Adrian heard it. Did you hear that at one point? Not at your parents' house. I heard it at our house. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I think I brought it with us. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was great. Like, I'd, I'd be sitting alone in the living room downstairs. Like, JD would have gone to bed or something. And I'd realize I'm listening to music. But it's, like, fuzzy music. I can't tell where it's coming from. Or it would sometimes be in, like, the kitchen. But I couldn't pinpoint it anywhere. And it always sounded like an old-timey radio far away like through mm -hmm. a filter or something so i could hear that people were singing but i couldn't make out what they were singing and it was always something that felt really familiar but i couldn't identify it and it happened a bunch of times mm -hmm. yeah i remember it was, uh it was pretty cool <laughs> I, I i mentioned it to my dad when i was a kid and he literally looked at me and goes oh you've heard that too i'm like oh great great <laughs> it's in the dna no yeah. worries <laughs> there was there was one time i got up and um uh, my dad was sitting in the living room, which was directly below my bedroom. And I come down. And he goes, what the hell were you doing last night? I'm like, sleeping. He's like, well, it sounded like you were rearranging your bedroom because I heard furniture moving all night. I'm like, neat. I was asleep. I didn't move anything. <laughs> And that's that just a ghost rearranging it. Just going to surprise me in the morning. You know? Yeah, see, that goes back to our haunted <laughs> furniture. That's the haunted furniture question. As long as it's not a fridge. Yeah. <laughs> fridge filled with V8. Well, shit ain't right. <laughs> no. No. All right. Unless anybody else has any other ghost questions or, or ghost story stuff, I'm going to move on to the next one because we're already over an hour. <laughs> yep. All right. Um. 
I think this one's, uh, I've got noted this is likely just for me. Uh, it is not a question, but I want to say that I appreciate the inclusion of queer characters in your story as just normalized identities rather than topics of discussion and confusion. You are very welcome. That was absolutely intentional. Um, I, I've heard a lot of podcasts that like when they include a character who's some way, shape or form LGBTQ, um, like they make it a big deal and they like they announce it or they try and describe it. Um, and uh, as somebody who's part of that community with many people in my life who's part of that community, uh, I feel it should just be normal everyday speak like, you know, when we wrote the Dream Team episode with Opal and Juniper, like the entire point was to never actually mention that they're a gay couple, that they're lesbians. Like, this just doesn't matter. It's just like, oh, this is Opal. This is Juniper. They're married. Let's yeah. move on. Like, that's it. Like, there's no there's no reason to sit and dwell on it. Um, to this day, my favorite negative review of the show was the woman who was really, really mad that we used they them pronouns for Lee because they because she couldn't follow what was happening in the show because she, she didn't understand how they them pronouns worked and didn't know if we were just trying to be extra woke or whatever wording she used <laughs> and uh thought it was really yeah so um if you <clears throat> see this that's for you um <laughs> um Boodaloo, honey yeah fuck yeah. Off. Yeah. Thanks for yeah. the listen, but eat a dick. Yep. Uh, yeah. If you haven't, if y'all don't know, we are uh, very, very LGBTQ positive and allies. And that, by the way, just as a note, that yeah, is why. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Not a clue. <laughs> so I think I told you this, Aussie, but that is why I kept watching your channel. You had posted, no, I was watching, it was like the first time I was watching your stream. I don't remember what you were playing, but I found Aussie's channel on Twitch. It was playing something I was interested in. I don't remember what you were playing. Uh, it might've been like Phasmophobia or something like that. I remember. I was watching you play something. And you had, uh, on Twitch, for those of you who don't know, you can have tags. And it can be everything from like first playthrough, casual playthrough, backseat allowed, things like that. But you can put LGBTQ plus and Ozzy had that tag and somebody came into his chat and said, yo, I love your stream, blah, blah, blah. But uh, I don't understand why you need to have uh, that queer tag on your show. And you tore into this person. You stopped your game and you just tore this person a new asshole until they left. And I'm just like, well, I'm subscribing to this man. <laughs> Hell yes. Hell yeah, man. I'm going to, you know, you may need to edit this out. Uh, you know, just. Unlikely. Wrong, but, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> this fucking idiot. Like, you know what I mean? He just comes in. I don't know. I'm assuming here. He, whoever it was, they came in and they, they did. They started to, uh, they started to talk down and like. My channel's an allied channel, so if you come watch me stream, you're safe. If anybody comes in and starts spouting in the wrong way, trust me, I'm yeah. going to tell you to go get fucked. But this instance, I think this is the one that I actually told this person 
to take a can of sprite and tell your fucking story walking or something like that i have no idea why i chose a can of sprite but the can of sprite is a big thing on my channel like it like everybody they couldn't believe it like why would you choose a can of sprite i couldn't because i didn't want to be like i didn't want to talk down to him but i wanted to tell him like this is not the fucking place for this shit yeah yeah tell your story walking but yeah i think that was the episode that yep. um that was the stream that yeah that was, yeah that was <laughs> that was honestly what made me start watching your show that was that was why i subscribed right there that's um, amazing yeah so yeah no we are we are very very queer positive and queer inclusive and always will be uh but there's so there's more to this one um <clears throat> And it's uh, okay. Uh, also, actual question. I know you said the city was named after the mountain named by the Native Americans. Is that going to tie into anything or is it just another really cool acknowledgement of real life? Uh, so uh, the, the town is the town of Uncanunic, uh, which is a fictional town in New Hampshire. It is named literally for the mountain range that is right there, uh, which is the Uncanunic Mountains. Um, and that is honestly, in this case, it is just a nod to my hometown. It's not really going to have... Uh, any play into this and that was actually uh that was i forgot that was actually sent by caroline um and missy so, loves saying the name of the town oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i still have the audio clip saved where you were like i i don't remember what the line is but you got up to the town and you were just like and now we're entering how the fuck do i say this <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I remember during yeah. one of our recording sessions, Missy, like you legit said, I hate when you make me fucking say this goddamn town name. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. How is it pronounced? Well, like, it is for pronounced Mike's on... podcast. And um he so like I am tragically monolingual. Like I wish I could speak another language, but <laughs> I cannot. I went to a trade school, like no hit on trade schools, but like we did not have a language program. I can so, barely like, speak American, so. <laughs> so Mike has like all of these scientific terms because like I'm playing a scientist in Antarctica and like I nail those and I mispronounce the Spanish name. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. <laughs> like, I am, it is tragic. <laughs> so along with that if you remember on the the last episode um so sometimes i write in a joke that when we go and read it it just kind of falls flat so i i just scrap it um but i went to make a reference to geraldo um which the main reason why that got scrapped was because mike informed me that he's kind of a shitbag now um, so that, that got scrapped. But I was making reference to uh, back in the 80s, Geraldo Rivera um, did this whole thing where he was uh, did this. He had access to Al Capone's secret vault and it was this oh. big live thing. And when they finally opened, it, it was filled with trash. <laughs> and Missy goes <laughs> to read it and Missy reads it as Geraldo. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, do you not know who Geraldo is? Uh, no. <laughs> Geraldo. Then, Geraldo. Uh and and Ozzy uh the, the just town... download Duolingo right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're like American and English. <laughs> They're two different languages. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But Ozzy, yeah, the, the town name is pronounced Uncanunic. Uncanunic? Uncanunic. It is Un... it Yeah, it's a it's a First Nations word. Um I actually think it's um 
I think it's Abenaki. I'd have to double check. Um, there's there was a huge Abenaki population, all basically yeah. going from like Nova Scotia down to like Northern Mass. Um, but yeah, um, so yeah, that's that's basically it. Because uh, we honestly we have a lot of things in the show that are either just callbacks to real life, um, just quiet little nods. There's also some stuff that we set up as potential plot points that we're just not going to use because either the story took a different direction or it just wasn't really needed or we want to make people ask questions. All right. Um, The radio show has evolved from a hilarious background spoof into a more prominent feature of the story. And I'm curious about this so much. My biggest question is, does WHHF really exist in the general public? Or is it just a creation of the house and related occult forces? God, how many spoileries? Well, um, I'm going to tell you right now, I can't answer that question because that would spoil a lot. Um, There is one thing that I can say regarding this. um, And and you're all going to be real mad. Is that we're not going to explain the radio station. There are going to be certain things in the show that we are not going to explain. And the radio station is going to be something that will not be explained. And I have a legitimate reason. I, I, there's actually two reasons. Um, from an entertainment perspective, uh, I the radio station kind of evolved into its own thing. Because it was just supposed to be just this one little background, like we were going to do random silly ads Uh, and promotional stuff using the radio station. And it did kind of become this really weird supernatural thing. Uh, My concern with it was I didn't want it to become too much like Night Vale. I love and I respect Night Vale. I don't want it to become Night Vale. And And I was afraid that if we focused too much on the radio station, that it would start to sound like we were trying to be like, welcome to Night Vale. Um, But the other reason that I don't want to explore it is because I don't want to give an explanation and a reason for everything. Uh, so I, I, I'm an 80s child. Uh, I grew up on 80s and 90s horror. And one of my favorite things about old horror that you don't see anymore is the lack of exposition and the lack of explanation. And like one of my favorite examples are things like, uh, like Puppet Master. The original Puppet Master movie was about a man who had a bunch of marionette puppets that were possessed and that murdered people. Why were they possessed? They were. They just were. How did it happen? Don't know. Don't care. Like, look at the original Nightmare on Elm Street. The plot was you had a man who killed a bunch of kids. The parents got together and murdered him. And his spirit came back as a demon and haunted their dreams and killed them in their sleep. We never found out how he became this demon dream thing until like, I think it was new nightmare. It was, uh, it it was one of the much later ones. It was like number eight or nine. Um, Because for the longest time it was just, no, Freddie just simply exists. There is no explanation for why he is who he is or what he is. And I love that about old horror. It was just like, oh, there are zombies. Why? Because in this world, there are zombies. Like, that's just it. And now it's like every horror movie I watch, really just any movie that has something that's weird, we have to get this long, in-depth backstory 
on everything. How did this creature come to be? Why is it here? What made it this way? And it's like, no, I don't, I don't need that. And that's, that's one of the reasons why I love, um, the podcast, um, old gods of Appalachia. I love that show. Uh, and it's based on really like what I was saying before of there be shit in those woods. Don't go out there. And that's it. That's it. Why are there things out there? I don't know. There just are. Why are they hurting people? Well, because you're stupid and you went out there. Like, <laughs> why did they take on the form that they did? Because they did. That's what they wanted to do. I don't know what to tell you. Like, that's that's the storytelling I like. Because not everything needs to be explained. Needs some mystery. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I'll tell you right now, there are plot points that we alluded to. They're absolutely red herrings. I'm not going to tell you what they are. <laughs> Um, but yeah, they're absolutely there. Um, actually, so there's, there's one question that was asked to me in person, uh, that I need to share on here because it's, it's really not a spoiler. Um, it's just a matter of whether or not people paid attention. Uh, somebody had asked me, um, in the early episodes of the show, Tom and Janet signed a contract with Lee. And would that ever come into play? What is that contract? And will it ever come into play in the show? And I looked my friend in the eye and I said, it already has twice. And they're like, wait, what? No. <laughs> and I will tell you right now, I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm not going to tell the listeners what, what it is. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you guys after the stream ends. Um, <laughs> Because it's not obvious. But in the finale, it is referenced again in a different way. So it has actually been ultimately used three times. <laughs> but I'm not going to say what it is. That was a great evil laugh, Adrian. I love it. Thanks. Hey, Adrian has an amazing evil laugh. You really does. I have a range of laughs. You do. You do. Yeah. I can't summon them at will, but when they happen, they're great. <laughs> <laughs> I want them on a bumper sticker. <laughs> I'll have Jen make it into a t-shirt. Perfect. <laughs> All right. This one is from Sam. Uh, this is one for everybody. This is hi team. A quick question for your season wrap up. Each character has a really great and unique personality. Thank you. That means a lot to us, especially with how well that they're each played. Were the characters written with a personality type or did the actors create them on their own? I'm not sure how much free reign is given to the actors. And what is the inspiration behind the characters? You OK there, Missy? Yeah, fine. <laughs> Why don't you start? Why don't you start there, Giggles? So Janet was originally written as a kindergarten teacher. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yes. And then JD said, "Hey, can you play this?" And I was like, "I yeah, but but <laughs> but um if you want bubbly kindergarten teacher, it's not it's not going to happen." Um so Janet is basically um I guess the amalgamation of like what would make my ideal woman. <laughs> I think everybody Hell yeah. Everybody has a crush on Janet. 
Yeah, Everybody. like Janet is the personification of like every woman crush, like bits and pieces that I've yep. ever had. Lucy Lawless specifically, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's way more of a bitch than Lucy Lawless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, um, Janet started as a kindergarten teacher, and um, I, there was a lot of change. And because I was like, uh, JD, I don't think you can take me talking like this. I'm so glad we didn't go that route. <laughs> so glad we didn't go that route. What? Um, I don't think it's haunted, Tom. <laughs> Tom. I might fire you. You need to stop that right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Janet definitely took uh, took some changes. Um, uh, Tom is uh, based off of a character that I played for quite a few years at the renaissance fairs that i worked at uh i played an absolute moron of a character uh he was a casket maker named richter mortis um and that and he spoke in that very uh that that much higher octave that i used for tom uh and his entire personality was simply richter doesn't understand and when somebody says richter doesn't understand what i said richter doesn't understand like any of this just gestures what? wildly to everything. Richter doesn't get it. Any of it. So that's that's kind of what I based Tom off of. Because Richter was already mostly me, as Adrian can attest mm-hmm. to, and Missy. Um, <laughs> yep. It was just JD with a different accent. And a funny hat, yeah. And a funny yeah. hat. Um, and a sore back from the casket. Yeah, so I actually I, I wore a casket, a child size casket as a backpack that me and my father made. Um, the we've made two. The original one we uh, we were stupid and we made it out of an antique pine chest. So while it was empty, it was nineteen pounds. Empty. Then we made another one out of pine and it weighs seven. <laughs> I love that your dad even got in on this podcast though. Like your dad. Is so yes. Awesome. Yes. Yes. Yeah. My, my dad, my, uh, when we did the episode, uh, where Tom talks to his grand, the ghost of his grandfather, that is, that is actually my dad. Oh, that's and, awesome. I didn't yep. know that. Oh, yep. That's cool. Yep. That is actually my dad. Uh, Ozzy, did you mean to kill video? Yeah. Um, my wife is help. Uh, we got a new pump skin. She's running a little riot right now. I'll I'll uh, I'll grab her here in a second. Yeah, no problem. Take your time. Take your time. <laughs> wife uh, camera shy. She's like, um, hi, and I'm like, that won't see you, honey. God. No, that's that's. I totally understand. That's fine. God that's is fine. so excited right now. <laughs> yeah, she's a little cutie. I'll grab her in a second. I've seen pictures. She's adorable. Um, <laughs> Adrian, let's let's talk about uh, let's talk about your character growth. Okay, uh, are we are we talking like the very beginning of what Lee was? Sure, sure. Or yeah, or. I mean, oh, I mean, like like uh, you know, the question was: Were the characters written with a personality type, or did the actors create them on their own? Um, so, actually, just to answer that question, how much free reign is given to the actors? Hundred percent, hundred percent. Like, it's one of those, I write the character with an idea in my head, and then I want the actor to just take it and go. Yeah. Like, just make and it I your think, own. I want you to be comfortable with it. I think in the last wrap-up, we talked about the origins of the Lee character, 
Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. when Lee was B and all of that. Yeah. Um, but once the episodes really got started getting written, I, I want to say you basically off me anyway. <laughs> Like the sarcasm and the deadpan. You are the king of sarcasm and the deadpan. Like it is, it is a skill you have. <laughs> yeah, and and in that respect, I don't think Lee's evolved all that much. Like, with respect to the the sarcasm and and the deadpan, yeah. that that has stayed pretty stable, um, because it was written specifically for me at that point and i felt very comfortable yeah in that um i don't have to like do a lot of mental gymnastics to play this character yeah um obviously lee has kind of grown in some ways but uh i think they're they're fairly subtle i want to say yeah I do want uh, all the listeners and viewers to know that uh, Adrian is actually the one who is responsible for about 98% of Janet's wild insults. Yes. I have a really? list. Oh, yes. I have a list that I compiled. Um, of I can't use most of them because most have a no. lot of profanity in them. Yeah, there are a lot of inappropriate ones. But I have a list that I've compiled of weird insults that I've found. Things like, well, you've you've heard them on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Unfrosted um, pop tart. That is most yeah. people's favorite. Is unfrosted pop tart. Yeah, I just love it. Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> amazing. I have a list of, like hundreds of these. Hundreds of. Yeah. Them. Oh yeah. There's so many. There's so many. I should honestly like maybe it's like bonus content someday. I'll just go through and just read them. And just be like, yeah, this is gonna be explicit content, but I'm gonna read them all. <laughs> yeah. Off the dock. I don't yeah. know. Like maybe Edna should read them. <gasps> oh my god! Yes. Oh, that would be cool. <laughs> so we actually, uh, I had somebody post. I think it was on Twitter. Uh, it would, they they said, um, uns "Oh, puppy." Okay, we got a break for puppy. Show oh us gosh. puppy. I'll just quickly show you. I just didn't want to distract. No, nope, no. Nope. But here she is. Oh my, oh my god. god. Okay, she she she's super adorable. For for she's those so of you. Oh. Oh, my God. So for those of you listening at home who can't see this, um, there were about the hour and a half mark. You should go check out the video that will be on the website and go see this tiny, tiny husky. She's oh got tiny God. little black toe beans. And she's yes. got a tiny little black mask. And she's got the little white belly. She's like a tiny, <laughs> tiny, tiny husky. Upright ears. The whole works. Oh my gosh. I love how it just brought this entire discussion to a halt. Like this happens at work. <laughs> right. We'll be having a Zoom meeting and then like somebody's cat will walk by and it was just like, oh my God, put your cat in the camera and like work just stops. Yeah. yeah. Just, it, it has to. Take it away from the discussion. I'm like, I'm trying not to. I'm trying to pick the right time to turn the cam back on. No, this is fine. Anytime <laughs> is fine for puppies. Anytime oh. is fine for puppies. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. <laughs> 15 out of 10 yes. <laughs> yes. but yeah so anyway I love, um, I love yeah, how Austin so, just is like one handed just like oh here you go Yeah. <laughs> just one handed puppy pass yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah we had a um, uh, we, we had a, a fan on Twitter who said uh, I have some uh, unsolic here's some unsolicited merch idea they said you need to print a stack of post-it notes, each one with a different Janet insult. 
I mean, I would use those at work. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I would 100% use those at work. Amazing. Sorry, Sticker guys. packs. Sticker packs and magnets. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Yes. Yeah. All right. And it looks like we now have a Rick. We have a Rick Croft who uh, handles, uh, was previously Big Daddy Louie, now is Louis the, the Louis. How are you, sir? <laughs> I can't I hear believe you. you're muted. You are muted. <laughs> he says one. That's fine. We'll 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 move on while he figures that out. <laughs> now he's just a you mime. Just... Yeah. He's, he's just a mime now. Thing. It's probably safer this way. It's Rick. It's probably safer <laughs> this way. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Do 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 do. Um, oh yeah. So I, I need more of you to answer, uh, about, um, your character. I mean, we, we actually already kind of talked about where Edna came from. Yeah. That's, so, I, yeah. totally different. And Opal just sort of happened. Yeah. Opal she was did. written as a sweet old woman and she just with like a weird <laughs> something, something. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And we kind of already talked about Sheriff and, uh, yeah. um, Liam, I mean, I, I I guess it's a question as to whether or not you kind of added your own thing to that. At this, yeah, I uh, so like I said, I was very nervous at the beginning, so I wasn't sure how Liam was going to shape out. What ha, what what I what I was able to do is read um, the amazing script and how things were playing out, and sort of tailor my own sort of I guess in a Australian into Liam. Mm -hmm. But not not take too much away from what you had envisioned, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to at least do it 50-50, so it just blended to a point where it, it felt perfect, it felt natural. I didn't mm -hmm. feel like I was, you know... Er, yeah. <laughs> Every now and then on, on stream, I joke and turn into a, a bit of an American accent, but, you know, it felt it felt perfect for who I was and yeah. who Liam uh, was in the... Uh, podcast so i absolutely love Liam. yeah i i, I love the liam episodes i um yeah that was the biggest thing is like i always want to write the characters and base the actors kind of pair them up so that they're they're comfortable and like especially with the early episodes when everything was new it was like okay here's the character concept like i want you to tweak it i want you to make it yours so that you're comfortable doing these lines. Like, I want this character to be second nature for you. Yeah. Because, like, you know, there's a lot of times where you'll hear uh, actors who they're not comfortable with. Uh... God. <laughs> Is that the air conditioner? No, it's the Electrolux vacuum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's three doors over. <laughs> <laughs> it's possessed. Don't look behind you. The haunted fridge is right there. <laughs> it's full of VA. It's just full. Oh. Rick, you okay? There's a lot of noise happening. Oh, God. Well, I don't know what I was expecting. Well, he did throw the sound guy through the wall, so. <laughs> and I can't figure out the ball. I can hear yeah. you. Yay. Yay. That's what I get for throwing that bloody top through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, guys? Not much. How are you? Much. How are you? Oh, fantastic. I think our daughter's asleep. I don't know. So, Excellent. Missy, you may have someone run in on you. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, now that Rick's here, thanks everybody for popping by. Have a great. Night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, <laughs> there he goes. Yeah, he's gone. Um, let's see here. So, uh, Rick, actually, I think this is a great question for you. Um, so, person wrote in and said, um, each character's got a really great and unique personality, especially for how well they're played. Were the characters written with a personality type, or did the actors create them on their own? Not sure how much free reign is given to the actors. What was the inspiration behind the character? And I feel like Big Daddy Louie and Lewis are probably the furthest from what I had envisioned when I wrote the character. <laughs> and I would really love to know where the fuck you got that. I, I You know me. <laughs> yes, but the whatever audience you, doesn't. <laughs> whatever you expect, you're going to get the obvious. Uh, the, uh, the opposite. Um, no, originally uh, JD asked me to play uh, a, a not sure if you went over this or not. It was just going to be like a, a radio announcer to just do commercials and stuff. And uh, so I just oh, okay, I'll make up this DJ. Um, and it just evolved from there, and I started going off. And um, I had this kind of, uh, for the, anybody out there that's Supernaturals fan, um, I forget the guy's name, the guy that played Crowley. Uh, Crowley. Crowley from Supernaturals. Love that character. So that's kind of where the voice started to come from. It yeah, had yeah. some of his sarcasms. And then it became a mix of him and, like, uh, just a Robin Williams-type energy when he would just go off and, and do crazy stuff. Um, and then for... I don't know when it happened, but then he just became a dumbass, and it was, it was fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah, when when you were playing uh, Big Daddy, um, you know we, we were talking earlier about um, how over time I I learned how uh, each each actor has kind of like adapted to their character and how to write for them uh, based on like their speech patterns and everything, and like I didn't need to write tangents for you, I just knew that they were gonna happen. <laughs> JD made the mistake of giving uh, me, actually all of us, I'm sure, free reign on ad-libbing. Yep. Um, and he probably regretted that because... Not, I think not even a little. <laughs> one of the most memorable moments was the um, the sound effects cues. <laughs> I that. I was there Okay, okay, oh, no. so... I'm going to hear about this because I don't so, know about this one. All right, so um, for whenever we did the episode of Debunk This, all right... <laughs> There, there is a specific like intro that we play. All right, that intro only exists because this fucker ad libbed what the intro was supposed to be. Because the joke was he was supposed to click, or, or the sound engineer was supposed to start the the intro song, and they didn't do it in time. And so it was supposed to be. He's like, and now it's time for. And there's just silence. And he's like, okay, whatever. And then he starts to talk. And then the intro would play over while he's talking. It was just like, oh, great timing, guys. But Rick decided to, <laughs> like, closed caption describe what the intro would be. 
which was like when the intro didn't play i was just like oh okay um spooky noises spooky noises bang bang <laughs> spooky noises spooky noises chain chain rivet gun explosion explosion and i'm like oh my god i now have, now to, I have make to make that And you did. And I did. And I did. It was glorious. It took it hours. Oh, that's amazing. It took hours. Because, so, I make most of the sound effects for the show. I make most of them myself. And that's usually because I can't find the exact thing I want. So it'll be things like there, there was an episode where like Janet brings Tom dunks and like brings him like a breakfast sandwich. And like I literally had a Dunkin Donuts bag with a sandwich in it and I opened it because I couldn't find what I wanted. Or like the episode where they eat pizza on the floor. I literally sat on the floor with a pizza box and opened the pizza box and recorded it that way. I don't own a rivet gun, Rick. <laughs> I don't own... Enough engine chains to make the... I can't make explosions, Rick. I spent hours, hours perusing the various websites that do sound foley to find that shit. Hours it took me. <laughs> that and the oh, raccoon fight. The raccoon fight took so long. <laughs> the 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 episode where Tom gets attacked by Natalie, uh, that's like audio ripped from like seven different YouTube channels of like little snippets where there's a raccoon chirping, making whatever sound, and nothing else is happening because I could only get like maybe three seconds before like a documentary started talking about it. So all that's like just snippets that are looped. And it's layered. Strange irony, JD, <laughs> oh, no. is that there is a there is a scene in an in uh, one of the episodes of season two of Boston Harbor Horror Presents where I had to deal with the exact same thing because I couldn't find an actual like sound file for raccoons being like rabid and chasing somebody. Should've just ask me. He... See, <laughs> I, so, I got that chick so covered. <laughs> so I had to do the I did the exact same thing as I went searching YouTube and using like downloaders and all this other shit in order to download it as an MP3 and then chop the crap out of it to have a rabid raccoon chase my main character. So good. So I think uh, y'all need to start like a side business of just raccoon soundboards. <laughs> I so, have yeah, the short answer. The short okay. answer to my character's progression was is just me trying to make JD's editing life hell. So there you go. Oh, you're not <laughs> wrong. You're not wrong. Um, I mean, so I so just as a side note, like I said, I I record most of my own. Uh, my sound effects library that I've stored right now is 413 files that I've made for nice. this goddamn show. I would say probably 75 of them are probably stuff I've downloaded, but everything wow. else I've made myself. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Let's move on. We don't have a lot left. I also would love to keep this under two hours for people who are going to watch, listen to that home later. Yeah. Um, 
So this was for me and Missy and Adrian, and it is, this was not by one person. I've had several of this. Where is the Patreon? We want to give you money. Um, my problem with the Patreon concept is, uh, for me, if I were to subscribe to somebody's Patreon, uh, I would want stuff for me for the money that I've provided. Uh, and I, I've been told by many that some people are just happy to just simply contribute. Uh, I do not have the time. I, it, does, it wouldn't matter how much money you gave me unless you gave me more enough money to quit my full-time job, which that's unlikely. Uh, I do not have the time to create extra content. Like, honestly, I would love to even give you guys, like, outtake and blooper reels. It just, it takes so long to do all of this. And as the sole person who does all of the audio production, I just can't actually do bonus content, not guaranteed bonus content. That said, for season three, I am going to open a Patreon because it was recommended to me by somebody to do what's called a no reward Patreon, which is just simply you are giving us money because you like the show and you want to help us out. Uh, and that would be super appreciated uh, because we are a no budget podcast. So all of these amazing actors that I have here on this screen and everybody who hasn't who isn't here today, they haven't been paid anything. I don't get paid anything. We literally do this because we love it and it's fun, um, but nobody gets paid. And I God, I appreciate you guys for <laughs> putting up with me and just doing this for funsies. Um, but God, I would love to give these people money for their talent and their time. So I am going to open up uh, a, a, a Patreon that will probably have some different tiers uh, for monthly, uh, whatever you want to pay. But um, there's not going to be any guaranteed reward. Uh, if I have the time to do bonus content, either blooper reels behind the scenes stuff, whatever, you know, release an unedited episode. Like that's just the full hour and a half of us fucking around. Um, I will, I will. <laughs> the alternate, <laughs> Record specific Christmas, Carol. The alternate Christmas Carol. The alternate Christmas Carol. I will, uh, I will record specific Janet insults that you can download for your text tones. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's, God. I that's love that brilliant. Idea. That is yes. brilliant. Or, uh, you know, you could record for people's voicemails. Oh my God. <laughs> Listen, you unfrosted Pop-Tart. I'm not here right now. Leave a message. And uh, you'll have to specify if you want Janet to swear or not in yep. your voicemail. Cause I'm totally, yeah. I'm uh, yeah. wary Janet. Yeah, censored and uncensored versions. You know, or we can have, you know, Edna reading through the list of all of the insults that we can't actually use on the show because Adrian wrote really profane ones. <laughs> you have to pay. Go, it's again. the Patreon tier for the censored ones is more expensive. Than yeah. The <laughs> yeah. You got to pay extra and, for the clean version. Yeah. And I so, have yeah. to be honest, yeah. my list. I didn't write all of them. A lot of them were curated from the internet. Yeah, but you still wrote a bunch, and I'm giving you credit for that. I, yeah. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, so that answers the Patreon question. It will happen. It's just not going to have any rewards, and I'm sorry for that. But I just – money – more money doesn't give me more time. Um, how many seasons do you have planned? Uh, well, there's kind of two answers to that. 
Um, the first answer is uh, Haunted House Flippers has a beginning, a middle, and an end. And season three will be the end of this story. Do we have more planned? Yes. Am I going to tell you what the more planned is? No. <laughs> Subscribe to the Patreon to find out. <laughs> oh, that's cold. <laughs> If you subscribe to the $50 a month, I will send you spoilers and explain things from behind the scenes. <laughs> if you really want to. <laughs> right. Uh, so, yes, we do have ideas for future stuff. Uh, some of it is stuff that, uh, you know, I'll be writing. There's actually something that uh, Adrian has been kind of brainstorming out. And we also have a show that Missy had been working on that we want to pull into this. And that's actually something where we actually need to actually come up with a production company name because I'm tired of everything yeah. saying Haunted House Slippers by J.D. Laureate. I, I, we need a production company name is what we need. Oh, hey, we'll just throw it out. We'll throw it out there. Like, submit some production company Please. Names. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, Missy, you had one, which is awful. <laughs> Little Lamb Productions. Shut you horrible, horrible human. <laughs> you horrible human. <laughs> Look at Adrian. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Little I Lamb Productions. It. Yeah. Dark. So bad. Or you bad. can get really wonky and just go use like a and d fantasy tavern names generator. <laughs> <laughs> the production team could just be unfrosted Pop-Tart. <laughs> I like it. My only concern is whether or not Pop-Tart would be trademarked for that, though. That's yeah, yeah, like his Kellogg's going to yeah. come around and be like, mm, you yeah. unfrosted toaster pastry. <laughs> <laughs> just doesn't have the same No. Also, that's my Drop OnlyFans theirs. name. You Walnut Productions. <laughs> well, fortunately, so we have my list. We do yeah. have your list. <laughs> what would you say, Rick? I'll send you a list of the stuff she calls me. <laughs> we'll, we'll add that. We'll add that to the list of Janet insults. We need them. Um, Unfrosted Pop-Tart. Let's see. Uh, we already answered this. Uh, yeah, somebody else asked, uh, do we have anything planned for after Haunted House Slippers? So, I mean, I guess in terms of, like, completely different stories, totally unrelated, yes. Yes, we do. When are we getting to it? I don't know. <laughs> this takes up a lot of time. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> I love this one. This one uh, is technically directed at all of us, but this is more for Adrian. How alike are you to the characters that you play, which we've kind of already talked about this, um, either in personality or just in how you speak? I know JD slash Tom has mentioned that he speaks a bit higher for Tom. My real question here is to find, oh, sorry, my real quest here is to find out for all of us if Adrian slash Lee sounds like this in everyday speech. Lara. <laughs> um, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Lee's a bit more, um, what's a good word? Refined. Dry in a way robotic no, dry happens every day too um not an android yeah the the main difference in how i speak as lee versus how i speak normally is in my posture really like i have this particular posture that i do with my shoulders and my back and my head 
that produces Lee. Mm-hmm. I don't know how better to explain it, but otherwise, it, I'm I'm not doing anything like fancy with my voice. I just you just often sound very uh. Well, I think I described it earlier as Lee started off as like a very overly friendly neighbor and is now just very done with their shit. <laughs> yep, that too. It really is at this point. It's just hello, Thomas. <laughs> yes, it's resigned. It, it's yeah. like every every line that you say is spoken with a sigh. <laughs> yeah, the sigh is implied. <laughs> That is a great description. <laughs> I think, you know, the thing to note is that, like, Adrian and Lee do have a similar vocabulary. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. And and actually, in terms of there being the implied sigh, um, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I always take a very brief pause before I start speaking my lines. Like, yeah. It's not just the intake of breath. It's It's preparation for the implied sigh. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just part of it. I have to do that. Yeah, it's it's funny because like uh when I'm when I'm doing the mixing, when I'm doing the editing, you know, there's a lot of times where um, you know, whether it's because we're recording with Discord or whatever, like sometimes there's a pause in our recording audio. So like I'll say a line and Missy's supposed to be like right on that, but there's like a full 1 second pause for whatever reason or like the amount of times that one of us has gone, "Sorry, I glazed over. I don't know where my line is." Um, mm -hmm. that happens all the time. Uh, so I go in, I clean that up and I will, you know, uh, compact down the, the, the space or sometimes I'll be like, you know, this line would be great if like, if Janet started this line while Tom was finishing this and like, we didn't do that during the live recording. Um, I don't think I've ever had to trim any of Lee's spacing <laughs> because it's just, no, there's just a pause there and that's staying put. <laughs> yeah, you can hear the period at the end of every sentence that Lee speaks. You can hear the period at the beginning. Of every <laughs> <sentence>. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh. Well said, well said. Uh, let's see. The last question that we have here is uh, I recent, and this was, this is a, a compiled question because I got this from a few people. I recently binged through the show and noticed a bunch of weird and spooky things that are mentioned, but you've never gone back to like the conversation, the conservation area or the statue. Will these ever be explained? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Now is he being mysterious or does he not know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, uh, I legitimately don't know. Um, there are, certain things that we wrote in uh, that were in, they were put there to be potential plot points. And the thing is, is that uh, when we first started this, we didn't really think this was going to go more than like five or six episodes. And um, we didn't know how far the story was going to go. And on, to be honest, when we started this, we didn't have an end to the story. Like we, we didn't have this full plot fleshed out the the plot of the show was tom and janet inherit a house that is actively haunted and they have this quirky neighbor who is knowledgeable that the house is haunted hilarity ensues that was the entire basis of this show the plot that we have 
I shouldn't admit this as the writer, but has been written by the seat of my pants. There have been some plot points that have been developed while I'm writing an episode. I wish I was kidding. Um, so there are certain things that we might go back to, but there's also some things that we may never actually go back to simply because um, Tom and Janet are now in a situation where things aren't just weird. They're troublesome. They're traumatic. And so there's going to be things that they're not going to bother going back to look at. So, like, you know, I've had people comment about uh, the, the, the brass sign sigil thing that was in the bedroom. Um, we might go back to it, but, like, I don't actually know. Like, that, that has a legit purpose, but that may not show up in an episode. The conservation area would be a huge undertaking. I don't honestly think that we'll get back to it during this during the storytelling because like there's just we would have to focus multiple episodes on that so either season three would have to run longer than the other seasons or we don't use it um and then there's been other things uh that are legitimate red herrings uh that are legitimate legitimately written in there uh to be uh to to throw you off to make you think that it's something uh, I, I'm not going to give away details on this, but yeah, I had uh, somebody ask me they wanted to know about a particular thing that seemed very suspicious. And they're like, I just really want to know if I'm right, if, the, if this thing is actually suspicious. I'm like, do you want to know? It'll be a spoiler. And they're like, yeah, I want to know. I'm like, it's not. It's a red herring. It's it's intended to be suspicious, but because it's completely... Tom is Tom is suspicious of everything. Yep. Like, I mean, you know, a squirrel could fart in the next room and then that would be a ghost. Like, it's just, you're, <laughs> you're seeing this stuff through the filter of Tom, who yep. is like a paranormal excited puppy dog. Mm -hmm. So, like, I think as you're listening, you kind of have to take that into account. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we are at the two hour mark and I really don't want to go much over this. Uh, that is it for the questions that uh, that I've got from our listeners and fans and everything. Um, so before we wrap up, um, let's go around real quick. Uh, if and just if any of you guys have anything that you want to want to comment on uh, stories you want to share uh, experiences or just anything you want to say. Uh, either to the rest of us or to the, everybody watching. Um, I'm just going to round Robin. Um, Adrian, I'm going to put you on the spot because you're above me right now. <laughs> gonna... Oh, gosh. Um, I don't think I have any other stories to share. I just, I guess, thank you to everyone involved in the show and everyone who's been listening and, and kind of giving us this, this drive to keep going with it because um, it's been really rewarding. And... Uh, it's really cool to work with some really talented people and yeah. Awesome. Ozzy, you're next, man. Hi. Guys. Huh. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi. It's been a bloody good time as far as I'm concerned. I've had the pleasure of um working alongside the lovely Dawn Dr. Edna and our mate JD and I haven't had the pleasure of actually working alongside everybody in one group so I'm looking very much forward to doing that with you guys very soon I haven't been able to uh, be here uh, at certain uh, times so that sort of 
as we as you say gave me the shits that i couldn't be here to hang out with you guys but um yeah thank you to all the listeners to all you very loyal people that tune in each and every episode i am very much well looking forward to um enjoying a lot more with you guys awesome dawn well i feel like i talk a lot in general so there's not a whole lot extra for me to say but um i love the show I love the experience. I'm so grateful that I was given the chance to do a little voice acting because it turns out I really, really enjoy it. And I wouldn't have had the opportunity without JD, which is really cool. So thank you. And thank you to everyone I've worked with from, you know, writing. I mean, I think this is the first time I've actually seen you, Missy, which is kind of cool. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I know like, I knew of you. But um, it, it's been a blast, truly. And I look forward to whatever happens next. Awesome. Mike. Just seconding everything, everything everybody else said. Um, you know, I've done, I've done a bit of voice acting over the past years, uh, but it's mostly been like audio drama. So it's like horror bits or like my own show. So being able to do something that's a little outside of what I've, what I'm accustomed to and being, you know, in a, in a comedy, you know, has been a lot of fun. And try and especially playing a character that you know my background isn't kind of typecast into, even though yeah it's law enforcement, but you had me try to like emulate somebody weird that I knew, and I'm like all right cool, and the, just the fact that somebody said that I nailed it was like a huge compliment, and you guys' writing is like phenomenal, uh, like you brought me in after you'd already started, so I was already listening and was laughing my ass off in my car with every episode that came out. Uh, and I was like super stoked to have the opportunity to meet you guys, some of you guys in person uh, after that. So it was awesome. Awesome. So, Thank you so thanks, much. Thanks, JD. Man. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Rick, I, I, I had to mute you because you had weird noises going on in the background. <laughs> so, anyway. That, that, that's typical. <laughs> yeah. No worries. No worries. Uh, it, it was also Adrian was talking quietly. I'm like, I'm just going to mute Rick. So it's fine. It's, it's a thing I can't do in real life, so I need to enjoy it while I can do it now. <laughs> it's probably the fan next to him. But... No, the fan's not on. Oh, all right. Then I don't know. Yeah. Um, anyway. Basement's haunted. Rick, what you got? Um, no, I, uh, I, you know, a few of you I, I knew before this. We've, we've worked a lot together uh, doing live shows and whatnot, and some of you I just met, um, but a it has been a pleasure working with each and every one of you. You're all super talented. Um, and thank you to all of you and the fans for for all their comments and, and uh, the, the word I can't think of. Thank you for that. <laughs> Sp <laughs> spoken like Rick. <laughs> and then there was, ooh, squirrel. Hang oh, on. squirrel. All right, Missy, it's down to you and me. Okay. <laughs> All right, I guess I'll. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, it's my stream. I go last. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's fine. I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, like this started as just like you know we were all kind of home during the pandemic and like you know it was a great idea. I'd heard you and Adrian talk about it before, and it was sort of like all right, yeah, let's do this. And then it took off in a way that. I never super expected and I, just, I guess wanted to say like thank you guys for the support and the fan art and 
um thanks for giving janet a chance <laughs> she's yeah. super fun and uh i'm glad we kind of got over that hump together and like if i'm having a bad day i would just wind up going on the hhf twitter and you guys are super supportive over there and um yeah you guys are great and thank you a lot and it's yeah. weird to think that my voice has been heard in that many countries um yeah 101 yeah 101 countries yeah that's fantastic that's the <laughs> yep <laughs> so uh so thank you yeah a lot Wait, we, broad we broadcast this yeah 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 it's a it's a show that you're on rick it's a show that you're on oh, I, I thought we were just having a parade <laughs> oh yeah no 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 we've had over a hundred thousand listens so it's weird um yeah i seriously like like i said at the beginning like seriously thank thank you to all of you guys for for doing the show with me and a huge thank you to all of our listeners you know uh, obviously each and every one of our fans uh except for the bigoted lady yeah <laughs> um all of you guys are phenomenal and we love you dearly and all the people that are just like super active and supportive on social media like you guys know who you are the people who sent us fan art oh my god please keep sending us fan art we love it so much like it makes yeah. my day so much when i get fan art um but also like all the different folks that that have helped promote us you know like um you know gather the suspects you guys are phenomenal um eighty yeah. infinium um there's oh god there there there's so so many and I'm I'm blanking on names right now, but um you know you guys if you're not on there already please hop onto Twitter and show some love for all the people that are loving us because there are some fantastic shows out there, um and while while we're talking about that like I also want to plug, uh, Mike's show, uh Boston Harbor Horror which is so hard to say, god damn <laughs> Boston it Harbor Horror it's so <laughs> hard to <laughs> say. <laughs> You best. Yeah, like yep. if you if you like more horror, less comedy. Like Mike's a brilliant storyteller, yeah. and yeah. it is it's so good. It is very, 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 very. Um, I my brain is turning to pudding, but it hooks you in. <laughs> yes, it's really Thanks, good. Guys. Um, that means a lot hearing it from you guys, especially. Yeah. That was the shittiest compliment, Mike. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> it, no it wasn't. I mean, okay. and. You know, and I'm going to follow that up with something because I, I don't know if this has gotten much mentioned, but uh, Missy is an established and published author yes. who wrote an amazing, <laughs> an amazing fucking book. Mm -hmm. uh, and y'all should check it out. I, I, uh, I'm going to humble brag a little bit. I have a signed copy. <laughs> uh, As do I. Yes. And I mean, I'm not usually a fantasy reader at all. And because most fantasy seems to go through the same shit and it's like, da, 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 but it's like, you know what? Missy wrote this. I'm going to read it, you know, and it took turns and I'm like, bro, bro, read it, read it, do it. A call Thank to you. arms by Melissa Croft. It is a fantastic novel. Even if you don't like fantasy, you'll like this one. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, so absolutely check out the book, check out Mike's, uh, check out his podcast. Um, one podcast I do need to mention because it's actually how I got into doing all this because of Missy. 
uh, and also where I met Mike, which uh, is another great horror anthology called Whichever Path, W-I-T-C-H. Uh, definitely check that out. It's an, am- an amazingly written show. Um, mm-hmm. And you get to vote and change the story. Yes, which, good Lord, I wouldn't want to do that as part of my writing style. Wait for everybody to vote and then write your episode based around that. Yeah, props to Journey and Steven. Yes. Uh, oh, my God, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, also uh, we've got Aussie who has his uh, Twitch gaming stream. Uh, definitely go and check that out, uh, which is Aussie Nuts. Uh, I will have uh, I will have links to all these uh, on our uh, there. They should already be on our website. So go and check them out. Uh, Rick is also a streamer. I don't know how much you're doing these days, but uh, no, not really doing anything now. Uh, no, in, in like eight months since I got the new job, I just don't have time. I haven't I streamed and feel that. I feel that. I appreciate the plug, but. <laughs> yeah. Um, just to give a quick shout out, I, I did. I, I had to pull up some of our friends um, just because I want to give proper shout outs. So we've got uh, That Love Podcast, phenomenal people. Um, Karen Feeding of Werewolves, which is a great show. Um, I've, I've used their, uh, their title in our episodes before. Um, we've got the um, uh, Audio Infinitium, uh, AD Infinitium. Uh, Oz Nine, uh, Gather the Suspects, uh, Delivery Podcast, the the list goes on. Like you guys are so kind to us because we are a zero budget, and we're also we don't have a marketing team. So like, um, you know, actually we've got a plug here from Supernatural Protection Company. Like you guys are so good. Like everybody just is doing the the uh, the the posting for us. And uh, it just it means a lot to us. I don't know what else to say other than thank you without just looping and repeating myself. But uh, 100,000 listens, season two, over 20 episodes done. We've got more to do. Guys, thank you so much. Um, yeah, that's that's really all about I, all I got here. So thank you guys so much for for tuning in. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, remember. You've got it. You got Haunt it. Haunt it. <laughs> Remember when we tried to do that for the Christmas episode and we tried to do it all at the same time and the oh, disaster that oh was? Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> oh, that was terrible. Wait, are we oh. doing one, two, and then go? Or are we all on three? And the best part <laughs> was... Lewis. The best part was is that everybody got, if you've got it, like that was... It, what you heard was... If you've got it, that's going to be the name of our production company. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Yeah. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And uh, we will, we're going to, we're already working on season three. The plan is to get that out around Halloween, although we may be doing a Halloween episode first if we can figure that out. So we'll see. But anyway, sometime uh, October and on, you'll have season three of our show and we'll get that Patreon up and going sooner than later. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and uh, we will see you guys real soon. Have a great night, everybody. This episode of Haunted House Slippers was filmed before a live studio audience, sort of. Your cast for today included J.D. Laureate, Melissa Croft, Adrian Johnson, Don Beland, Mike Gagney, Ozzy, and Rick Croft. Be sure to check out our website, www.hhfpodcast.com, 
for links to our merch and social media. And definitely keep an eye on all of those for some announcements coming real soon. Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, if you've got it, haunt it.